Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to, to do your analysis, be prepared for today's trading opportunities, put together a trade plan, um, which hopefully we can look to apply with, with a high degree of uh, consistency and discipline. Um, so let's get straight into it and we'll start with, of course, as always with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. Good morning, everyone. Um, a really explosive day in the end yesterday. Um, so yeah, we had those uh, those markets turning really quite bullish. And you may have just detected a bit of a shift now in, in kind of risk sentiment, uh, which we'll come on to in just a second. Uh, okay, so all profitable traders, they need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Uh, where do you then enter those markets? Where do you exit? How do you manage risk, of course, hopefully prior to entry? Risk is something that you shouldn't be meddling with once you're in that trade. And you shouldn't be making stop losses bigger, for example, to try and accommodate. You should really sort of stick to your decision making um, and accept fully, you know, the risk at the point of entry. Uh, how do you manage trade um, to a hopefully successful outcome? And then trading psychology, all very important features. We discuss these in our in our live trade rooms every day. Um, and we're strong advocates of trying to be as consistent as we possibly can. So you'll see at certain situations when market conditions are not that favorable for us in the way that we trade these markets. You'll see us often, uh, you know, exercise a little bit of patience under those circumstances and um, be accurate in the levels that you're working with. Um, and even your, your risk, um, be accurate in the amount of capital you're, you're, you're committing to each trade disciplined with your, um, uh, discipline and, and of course patience as well all very important features uh, of trading markets outside of your actual uh, trading strategy of course okay so let's get straight into it then we'll start with a review of potential market moving news so really the, the markets are very much driven by more sort of macro macro events um, we had quite a negative empire state manufacturing index number so the I suppose the high inflation the high inflation, low growth is 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 beginning to kind of filter through. So in, in, in many ways, that might be supportive of um, sort, sort of traders and investors looking at the risky markets like your, um, your stocks and shares and your indices and uh, probably feeling a little bit more positive about them. Um, so the sentiment for, for stocks, certainly over the course of yesterday afternoon and uh, and overnight is is turning a little bit more positive. It is somewhat supported by um, what's going on in the bond markets. So bonds and uh, and stocks are, are, are a very important feature in these markets. So we'll have a look at the 10 year. So just doing our analysis on the 10-year treasury yields um we're still up at these these significant highs on the 10-year um let me just see if that compares and contrasts uh, is that right that number it may be let's have a look at the two-year um and see what number the two-year comes in as uh, 
So we've still got elevated. This is a bit of a surprise because we would have assumed this would have this would have flattened somewhat with yesterday's buying. So there's still this. Um, we've still got heavily inverted markets, of course, and, and we're now sort of uh, what's that? Forty-five basis points difference between the ten-year and the two-year. So that's quite significant. It, we're elevated. So this is actually a bit of a concern uh, for for the market. So we're we're getting slightly counterintuitive moves. Um, I suppose one benefit which we can see now as a result of yesterday's um, Jeremy Hunt uh, apologising to the markets and uh, you know looking to put things right and, and sort of row back on most of this this trust's um, growth uh, policy um, and look as a result of the ten years. So this is putting. This is taking a little bit of, bit of pressure off. We've got a triple top up here nearly, and we've got a quite a sharp decline um, from 4.43 uh, down to 3.97. So a positive um, response for the 10-year uh, gilt market. So the bond markets on, on, the, on the US side are, would be a little bit concerning if they are up at those levels. Um, it does imply that we could probably be seeing some further downside uh, across the equities. Um, but let's get straight into them. We'll, um, so the Empire State Manufacturing Index coming in, um, I suppose, significantly lower than expected, not as low as recent lows, but um, still a lot more negative than, than what was expected. So today, nothing of any major concern we've had the uh, the rba monetary policy meeting minutes so um they're all fairly minor uh, news events so probably a bit of a quiet trading day today tomorrow cpi numbers coming out at 10 percent um we're very likely to get numbers up up and around 10 percent. so i don't think there's going to be a massive shot there for the markets Canadian dollar and cpi numbers uh, and nothing of any, you know, groundbreaking uh, impacts this week, really, in terms of scheduled news events. So we're looking at the macro again. So let's get up our charts. So a really significant move yesterday. So this is what we're this is what we're dealing with. We we've been trading down at these lower levels for quite some time with a lot of quite messy price action. And now we are breaking out of this little this little range. And, and if you, when we look at price action, especially something like a um, a double bottom or a W formation, you're looking for for symmetry. And we do have pretty pretty significant sym symmetry in, in in this market currently. And this is the S and P 500. So if I get up my pen. So if you if you track you break down this market break come breaks down to these lower levels we get a little bit of a bounce so there's the middle part of your W so I can I can actually do that again so we get the initial move to the downside we get a small pullback um, we we make a, a a more purposeful low and then we get the pullback up to this level in here 
and the same happens again. So we get this little very similar bit of price action. So it is a W formation, but we've got these two little sort of mini highs in here. And now we're breaking above that level. So we'd certainly expect prices up to these sorts of highs now. Um, so 38.27. So, um, so we can certainly prepare for that type of trade. And, and that's what we will do. So we, we look for some buying. Um, we look for some buying opportunities in the S&P. Do we have the similar? So this is now a structural failure trade to the upside. So slightly different position, but nonetheless, um, worth looking at. Okay, so we look for a buy trade there. Um, the NASDAQ. You see, technically, this is a this is a structural failure trade to the upside above the eleven thousand two hundred. So again, we can certainly look for further upside across the U.S. indices. The the ten year and the two year are slightly off putting. If if I'm honest, um, we would like to see those come off those highs. Uh, it does mean that the uh, the bond markets are under massive pressure still. Uh, and expecting those rate hikes, whereas the uh, the stock market seem to be shaking those off for now. Uh, it must be stressed. So some positivity yesterday across the board. Uh, even the FTSE was mildly positive. Uh, the Nikkei, so we're getting close to sort of seeing a bit of a shift in, in the sentiment, in risk sentiment, um, which is quite interesting. Bitcoin really struggling to break below that $18,000 level and we're we're just bouncing off those lows as we speak. So I think it's um, we can certainly look for some risk on uh, trading opportunities today now across the primarily probably the uh, the US indices. So let's have a look at commodities. So we're just we're just drifting sideways really around these these types of levels between eighty four and eighty five dollars. Um, probably need to see a little bit more before we can see. This is simply just a pullback off the highs. So um, the recent momentum is to the downside, despite OPEC. But we have broken out of this. If I put in a this little level in here. We have broken out of this downward range, as you can see in at this level. So we've, we've seen a, so our concern would be we get a pullback into this little zone and then we get further momentum to the upside. So that's, uh, that's what we're, that's probably what we're anticipating with this trade. The energy markets are going to be a tough one this winter. Um, we think so gold. Yesterday's price action was unconvincing. Um, there's no real reason to suggest we'll get a little bit of a bounce off, off the 1650, but it looks like that's where we're going to get this little move from. So probably better opportunities elsewhere, really, at this stage. So let's look at the dollar. So we've got this um, potential structural failure trade kicking in. Uh, we're at the 98.63. So further upside expected potentially up to uh, 
99.70, somewhere in, the re in, in that region. So we'll have a look for the euro dollar to the upside. Uh, a bit unconvincing, as you can see with the pound dollar. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of talk about now the, the, the BOJ looking to intervene in these markets that we're, we're now up for these uh, new highs, uh, 148, 149. So putting pressure on the Japanese economy, there is talk about you know more rounds of this intervention so yen traders are very very careful uh, as are we um the trade we prefer to get into is the yen uh selling trade um we're just not we're just not seeing that in fact the euro yen is performing really well so this candlestick here was when the intervention initially kicked in, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was. Um, so all we've done is we've continued to make new highs. And today we've now made new, or we're very close to making new highs. What's the high of this market here? It's uh, the 144.72. Yeah. So let's delete this. Yeah. So that was a bit misleading there. So structural failure trade to the upside. Like ordinarily, it'd be an easy sort of buy trade. Um, we would just be concerned about the fundamentals behind the yen. Um, you may get some excessive selling kicking in. And when that happens, we'd much prefer to be sellers in this market, really, at, at this stage. We're up at these elevated highs. So there'll probably be some decent sell trades at some point. So really, can we forego the, the buy trade and, and put our attention into the sell trade when that begins to kick in? Because I'm sure all those buyers will start to run for the exits as soon as these markets start to, to make new new lows. Um, it'll be an opportunity for the BOJ to, to come in and, and start driving prices lower. So a little bit tentative with these with these extra markets. This is the problem with um, manipulation, you see. it's um, It does distort um, traders' decision-making and, and, and investors' decision-making. It distorts it quite significantly. Uh, dollar Swiss. So we've got weakness across the dollar. Um, so some pullback potential opportunities. Look at these lows. Okay, nothing, nothing too. messy really so um so okay let's put our trade plan together then so um the s p we are going to look at a buy trade um above this little this little level here is quite important um so the 37.24 we're not too far away from there as we speak this is a structural failure trade. Probably a little bit more upside maybe on the on the Nasdaq. Let's go Nasdaq again. On the 
11,208. Not quite there yet in those markets. Um, oil and gold. With risk on and weakening markets, we can look for, sorry, that's the S&P, let's go to gold. Potential buy trade, maybe not just yet. Um, so yeah, there's, some of these markets are not in, not in great positions. Um, so Euro dollar to the upside above the uh, 98.50. Nice round number. We're just above that currently. So any opportunity in a pullback might be able to get into those trades. And dollar Swiss is a, is a good one. We've kind of come up with below the parity at 1.00. Um, we've broken through that yesterday and now we're breaking through those lows. So uh, dollar Swiss, a bit of dollar weakness today, uh, 99.42. Okay, so this is our trade plan. It's a little bit more coherent today than it was yesterday. I think that's fair. Um, indecisive risk on market conditions. I mean, these were all sort of potential um, buying opportunities in the US indices. Now they turned really bullish actually as the day kind of unfolded, um, but certainly pretty range bound uh, to begin with. Um, yeah, the dollar sold off and, and there was decent buying opportunities uh, in, in the British pound. Um, due to these UK U-turns. So all of that kind of fits together. Um, trade smaller size at the moment due to these market conditions. And even today, you know, if we're looking at buying the US indices, we still got problems with the bond markets. So they're suggesting that we can get some further weakness across the, um, the indice markets. So we just kind of have to sort of take this into account really. So we've got um, some decent risk on. Sorry, bear with me one second. Okay, apologies for that interruption there. Um, so we've got risk on market conditions. We're looking at the S&P uh, to the upside. So we're going to look to buy the S&P above 3724. 30, yeah. So NASDAQ looking to buy above. 11,208. I'm also going to look at buying the euro dollar. You can hear at the minute, sort of, there's, um, there's a bit of quiet really around the eurozone at the moment. Once we've, once uh, the Italian story settles down, 
the energy crisis seems to be under a little bit more control. Um, and although there's uh, revenge attacks from Russia in Ukraine, there's probably a quieting, a quietness really with it all, especially regarding the market's response to it um, by dollar by above the 98.50 and last trade we look at the dollar swiss so i'll read these out now just before we close um so so below but i mean these are believe it or not probably the more uh price and momentum driven trades that we've we've been sort of looking at now for over a week so um hopefully there'll be some decent decent moves out of these markets it's been a bit erratic last the last little while so look we'll um we we'll post them into the chat box guys so our trade plan for the day is um it's risk on market conditions so there's a there's a bit of a, a positive risk sentiment to these markets so we can look to buy the s p 500 above the 37.24 the nasdaq looking to buy above the 12,208 the um we're looking to buy the euro dollar above the 98.50 and also looking to sell the dollar swiss below the 99.42 so we've got a risk on um trade plan with uh, a weaker dollar which is uh, which is okay like i said the only sort of concerning element to this is, is watching the bond markets because they could make these markets turn uh, quite aggressively. So we have to trade what we see and and, and um, if we get those opportunities, we can certainly look to take them for now. Okay, so look, on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us as always. Any questions, feel free to post them. We'll switch over now to our live trade room. So if you want to join us for that, you're very welcome to do so. Um, and to just let you know, we do trade these markets live from 8 a.m. for the European trading session and again at 12 45 uh, p.m. for the UK, uh, sorry, for the US trading session. And these are all UK times. So for more information, just go to livetrader.com and uh, feel free to contact us there if you need. On that note, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.